Hi, welcome to the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. The Lone Star Play Podcast is produced by TexasRealFood.com. It's a comprehensive list of local Texas establishments that are organic, all natural, you know, artisanal, basically, you know, farmers markets, butchers, restaurants, bars, artisanal shops, you know, bakeries, any place that's doing that type of food, good, organic, all natural, sustainable products. So it also has recipes, videos, cool blog where you can just learn different stuff, just a great website with a lot of resources. So check it out, texasrealfood.com and just put in your zip code or your city and just find out what's near you. Really cool. Um, you can also learn about our podcast, texasrealfood.com slash podcast. You can also just go to thelonestarplate.com and it will just forward you straight there. You can also email me, Patrick at Texas Real Food. If you know, you got some questions, you want to ask me something, suggest something, a topic that maybe I should discuss, a guest I should have, um, let me know. Um, so let's get to it. Got a uh, basically an update. This is a cool episode. If you're watching, you can see the shirt I'm wearing. If you're listening, you can't, but I'm basically wearing a celebratory shirt, sort of my Hawaiian, you know, beach, ba ba ba, because we are celebrating uh, today. There's going to be some important news announced um, when this goes public. So when you're hearing this, the news has been announced. Um, and I'm going to let our guests basically go over it. Uh, but it basically, um, it, just a few episodes ago, we had Kareem um, Hajar on. And he was talking about his Facebook group and basically a movement, more than a Facebook group, the movement. It just happens to have a Facebook group and an Instagram. Uh, Margs for Life TX. So Margs being margaritas. And basically the whole idea was getting restaurants and bars and stuff to be able to sell to go cocktails with the actual liquor that they have in their bars in the drink. So you get the liquor in the drink already, not a little mini bottle on the side. So anyway, um, you know, he's been fighting to try to get that passed uh, so that restaurants and bars will be able to do that. We're talking a lot of money. It would save a lot of jobs, a lot of people. I mean, just it made it, it made zero sense to not do it, right? It, it just seems so obvious to anybody you explain to in the industry. So he's been pressing really hard and it looks like it's going to happen. So I'm going to let Kareem sort of update on what's, on what's going on with that. And we're basically just going to go over that and, and let him just give you updates on, on what's happening. Um, so it's some good news. I mean, we're celebrating as far as I'm concerned. So uh, this is good, something he fought for and just super bad respect for the guy. So Let's uh, talk to Kareem and let's get an update. Did you go through how this was done, how the governor released this? No. Did you go, oh, no. you did not? No. No. I just, basically, I just basically, yeah, yeah, I want you to, I basically just explained what you were trying to do, right? And then that the, there was just an update and that we were going to talk about it. So, boom. Got it. Well, I think it's really cool how the governor did it. Yeah, because he he did a couple different uh, he did a couple different things, and, and so I, at least it'd be we'll do it the short version of how he did it. So the way he did it was through his executive order that he issued last Friday, April seventeenth, that goes into effect tonight at twelve oh one. Well, when, when you hear when you yeah when you hear this, it will already be the day. It will be yes. Today. It'll in twelve oh one on April twenty fourth, 
an order went into effect that that he put together on April 17th that talked about reopening services. And what's interesting about that order, which how he did it, is it's so broad to pick up so many things. He said, here's what happens. On April 24th at 12.01, retail services that are not essential services get to reopen. And when we looked at the definition of the essential services, he kicked it to the federal definition, which was one of two different things. One of them was workers that support retail sales of beverages. And it's specific to workers, not the businesses that support the retail sale of beverages, the workers. Okay. And then the second thing was that it was restaurants, restaurant carry out and quick serve food operations not restaurants just restaurant carry out and quick serve food operations so it's not the whole thing so it's just this very narrow part of the restaurant so then we kind of went okay well now we know what is essential and what's not let's go back and they go okay well these are this is what's going to reopen then at 1201 retail services that are not essential services so what is not essential then? Well, a cocktail lounge is not essential. We didn't need to talk about that. That wasn't even part of the gig. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the other parts of restaurants that that aren't part of the quick service part of it are not essential. So now all of a sudden those get to come back, which is awesome. Yeah. So those may be provided through pickup, delivery by mail or by delivery to the customer's doorstep in compliance with the safety code to make sure you're gloved up and masked up. Yeah, yeah, totally. So now we go, okay, well, what's not essential? A cocktail lounge can now operate through pickup, delivery by mail, or delivery to your house if you're gloved up and masked up and you comply with the safety requirements. Okay, and, and it's, again, not just limited to bars and restaurants, but everything, but we're yeah. just going to talk about of you know, that thing of at course. the moment. So it was like, okay. And what's really awesome about it is he didn't say, hey, this is for pickup so long as so long as it was part of a prior executive order or some other rule or it was legal before COVID. It just says pickup, which is awesome because that means that this was an intentional give for this. And and just, just to be clear, we're talking about what is a governor's executive order, not a press release like what we had the week, you know, a, a month yeah, ago. Got it. Not, not something that got a TABC interpretation of a governor's press release, which is what we had before. This is the governor's order. And in, in this type of environment, the governor is effectively you know, the king, what he says goes. Yeah. This is what we got. It's the law of the land. Doesn't matter what anything was before. And he even says that in the order. It's two pages of this is my authority. This is what I can do. This is what I can say. And this is the new law. This is what it is. So then I thought, okay, well, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm crazy, but I'm not. Because in two paragraphs later, it says, in accordance with the guidelines from the president, can't get bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's still the president. Yeah. People shall avoid eating or drinking at bars, restaurants, and food courts. Fine. Done. Nobody's eating yeah. at bars, restaurants, and food courts. 
provided, however, that the use of drive-through pickup or delivery options for food and drinks is allowed and highly encouraged. Right there. I mean, what, it's amazing. It's amazing. If you have to say food and drinks, that I'm, I'm, that's alcohol. Because if it's just Cokes and teas, you don't say that, in well, my it opinion. Has to, it has to be, excuse me. It has to be drinks because there are a number of industries that continue to exist solely because their workers, right, back to our federal provision, are workers that supported beverage products. Yeah. We're in the distillation industry. Yeah. So this is why all of your distillers employees get to make hand sanitizer. Yeah. Because they are workers that support the manufacturing of beverage products. So we said, yep, they're essential. So it has to include it because if it didn't, we wouldn't have all of the hand sanitizer from all of the amazing distilleries that have made it for us. Yeah, I agree. There's yeah. no way that it does not include alcoholic beverages and industries. Yeah. So when, when it, he went on and specifically says, provided that the use of drive-through pickup or delivery options for food and drinks is allowed and highly encouraged through the limited duration of this executive order, I don't know how we could read it any other way. Absolutely. It's, amazing, it's an amazing gift by the governor that, that everybody should be ecstatic about and everybody should be tweeting and Facebooking and Instagramming and sending letters. And if you have a carrier pigeon, send one of those, <laughs> all of the things. Yeah. It is remarkable what yep. this order has done for Texas when it goes into effect in the future for me and in the past for you, the listener. It's amazing. Yep. yep. Is there is this an indefinite order or was there a date placed on it? No, this is a very temporary order. This order expires at the end of the month. At the end of April. April. We have about a week. Oh wow. Why would the governor do such a thing? Why would he do this for a week? Yeah. Well, the reason being is that there are multiple task forces. I'm on the Travis County and City of Austin task force but there are task forces in a lot of cities and then there is a state task force and we have a lot of association representatives and we have a lot of very wealthy and donors and we have a lot of other constituents that are experts in their industries and it's a cross industry thing who are coming into those task forces and, and are going to advise the governor on how to reopen the state more fully. So this order was to get us through the end of the month as those task forces put together their reports. So as we start into the first step of this order, we need to, as citizens of the state and business owners of the state, take full advantage of that order yeah. so that we can bring dollars back to the economy. And then as the task forces do their, do their jobs and come up with the recommendations for, for how this goes from there, We've got a, a path that's already set through the activity that we've done, right? Through the, through the nine days or 10 days that we have to do what we do. Now, those task forces will look at and how everything was done and say, okay, is that working? Okay, great. Let's, let's do the next phase of the thing. Yeah. And if it's not working, then they might change it. So, so for me, it's so important that everybody take full advantage of what was given to us by the governor so that the task forces can see the results of it 
and then use that data accordingly for the next phase. Yep. I see what you're saying. And this, this weekend in particular would be the most important because this is the weekend, right? Like boom, Friday, Saturday, you know, major sales. Yes. So important. And, And so you, what is really wonderful is we have a lot of companies now that aggregate data. Uh, you've got probably four or five companies that for bars, restaurants, breweries, distilleries, wineries, get their real time data on sales and then can aggregate it. Margin Edge, uh, Compiot, there's a bunch. And they release that data on a daily basis. And so it will be amazing to see the data coming out of the weekend on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. To see the difference that it will have made. Yeah, absolutely. You won't be able to argue with what it is. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And obviously, the more people that know about it, right, the better. And the restaurants need to do a good job of promoting that they can do it. For sure. Like order from me this. If you don't tell them, they may not know. So absolutely, it's on. It's kind of on everybody's head to uh, do that promotion as well. Yeah, to get Get it out out there. there. If you're listening to this, get it out there. Yeah. Tell tell your friends that this is possible. Right. Show them the orders and and the federal guidelines. It's there. You can't you can't not read it. It's just there. Totally. Yeah, so, and you, you now you can get a glass of wine too, right? Just anything you want. Get the growler with the beer. For for a restaurant or a cocktail lounge, now they can sell to go, right? The way I read this, it says, provided that the use of drive-through pickup or delivery options of food and drinks is allowed. Is I don't know how else you can read that. That's it. I mean, and yeah. and so that means that cocktail lounges can can sell to go. That means that restaurants can sell to go. That means they can mix it and seal it and sell it to go that means that your brew pub can finally pour that growler and deliver it that means that your distillery can sell to all of its customers that want to buy directly from the distillery it does it does an amazing thing it it really just opens the door for all the cocktails that were on all these menus at all these restaurants that they couldn't make those cocktails anymore because there's not i'm sorry but there's just very few cocktails where you can set put the liquor aside and then make something and you just when you get home add it together that works with very few cocktails so all these original cocktails at all these great places you know uh, that have that you love to go to you can now get it because they can use the liqueur and the liquor right now they can do it all and get you the exact drink that you've always had again it just opens the door for a million cocktails it actually brings and, and as, as you say that i'll take it a step further what it allows people to do again is buy the service of what they wanted, which yeah. brings jobs back to Texas. Yeah. I want to pay you for the service of making that well-crafted cocktail. Yeah. If we're talking about spirits, right? Yeah. If we're talking, how, how do you about- get a you know how do you get a Manhattan to go with you before cannot. before you couldn't do it, right? I mean, it's impossible. That's what I mean exactly. So now just now you can get that Manhattan. And I want and and not just me. The state wants that to happen. Yeah. Clearly, the governor wants it to happen, but but the state, yeah. the people of Texas want it to happen. Absolutely. You see that from the dozens of boards on Facebook of people telling people, oh, I got this great thing at this place. People want to help other Texans survive this. It's remarkable what we've seen from, from restaurateurs that are serving 
meals in hospitals to other restaurateurs that I represent who've started nonprofits to try to help industry workers get on healthcare. It's everybody wants to do their part. And, yeah. and we've seen that up the chain too. We've seen uh, distributors starting to buy back unused kegs. We've seen uh, donations to charity funds to try to help industry workers. Everybody wants to do their thing. And for the basic people of Texas, they go, how can I help? I can help by buying the things that you're selling as yeah. much as I can. And people want to buy the things that are a service. They're trying to help others. So this is going to be so wonderful to let the guys that want that growler of unique beer that you can't get out in the market. Now I can go back to that place and get it. Yeah. And I can go, back to my restaurant and get that Manhattan that I've always wanted to get with my burger and bring it home, pour it in my own glass. By the way, I made this and, <laughs> and, and enjoy it and, and support that restaurant and the restaurant tour and the guy that made it or girl yeah. that yeah. made it. Yeah. It, it, it almost, I mean, for some restaurants, it's split into two. You've got food and bar. So you've literally just opened up half of the place again in a lot of ways for some of these places. You, know? you brought it back. You actually yeah. brought it back. It's, I have been, I've been asking and pleading with the powers that be that for restaurants, what we've wanted is for them to be able to sell the products that they have always sold in the format that they have always sold them just to go. Yeah, exactly. It hasn't been fair to restaurants to say, we're going to take 90% of your square footage but not really cut too much else of your cost and then not let you sell the products that you've always sold in the way that you've always sold them. You have to sell them in this new way that yeah. makes you go out and buy new inventory that's hard to find or not possible to get depending on where you are. Yeah. And this, this re-levels the playing field and it opens the door. And that is remarkable. Absolutely. You're right. I mean, because you're still paying full rent for where you're staying. So even though you're only capable of using a small portion of it, so it's got to, it's got to be frustrating um, for any of these owners that are having to deal with, you know, with these things. So yeah, like you said, it just opens it all up. It's just such a chain effect, you know, it's just such a ripple effect to so many. That's why it's so great. It's just such a ripple effect to so many people. And it's just going to change again. It's just a lot of hope for people. And um, hopefully, hopefully Texans respond to this, right. And make the week worth it to show. I didn't realize that, that it was one week. So yes, absolutely. It's almost like a, a test. Let's go. A t yeah, exactly. Let's go. I mean, and this weekend especially is the most important. So get out tonight, Friday night, buy some cocktails, buy more than you need. Maybe buy some, you know, just buy a few for your neighbors even. Uh, so they don't have to worry about it. Just get some cocktails, beer. I would say spread it out. Get some wine, get some beer, get some cocktails, show, let the restaurant use all the inventory. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. I'm, I'm don't, super excited. Don't drink it in your car. Take it of home. Course, of course. Take it home. <laughs> do not drink in your car. What are we in, Louisiana? Come on. That's not what we do in Texas. Right? So yeah. Just, it's, it's awesome. This will be a great, this will be a great thing for Texas. And, and it'll get, it'll get this, this industry, the bar restaurant industry, and then everybody up the chain from them who supports them. We didn't even touch on all the other all the other industries, the little PR companies and the yeah. linen companies. I mean, yeah. it's just so many yeah. people benefit yeah. from this by having more people in the kitchen means more uniforms need to get clean. I mean, more yeah. linens need to get clean. That's a good it's, point. It's there are so many tangent industries to bars and restaurants 
that, that people really don't fathom what that is. Bars and restaurants failing means retail fails because we become a service industry or service retail, right? Yeah. It's a service retail now. You go to, remember back when you were a kid, you'd go and you had hardware stores. You don't have hardware stores. You now have an acupuncture place and a massage place and a spa and a, and a nail salon. They're all service industry places. And so if you lose the restaurant, you lose retail real estate. And if you lose retail real estate, which is very real. Yeah, right now it is. You're right. You lose independent banks. Wow. Shit. Right? All right. of your independent banks, all the people that just funded those PPP loans for all those, those guys go away if retail real estate goes away because that's who funds those loans. Yeah, totally. So, so much writing on this industry that, I mean, again, that, that's why this is such a big deal. Like, this is yeah. why this order was so needed, and, and I'm just so pumped it's here. I kind of briefly talked about it in the intro, but what I'd like to do just to encompass it all is just talk about what, what the goal was and then what has happened. Just so it, if, if there was a good soundbite, right, that just had it all together sort of thing. I'd say the goal, the goal on March, on March 19th was to help all of my clients who were literally, and still are, right? They still are literally dying on the vine, suffocating from a, a lack of being able to operate, a, a lack of being able to sell their product. Having them call me crying, just the implosion of, of an entire industry of people that I represent. and and have a resolve to try to help those people for no financial gain and, and to try to do that five different ways. And then, and then to finally have that relief that goes to those clients. I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing. So this, I guess the soundbite would be, we, we wanted to get cocktails to go beer and wine to go by the glass. And, and not only have we done that, at 12.01 on Friday the 24th, but it's, it's, it's way more than that. It's huge. It's giving the distillers the ability to sell their product by delivery or to go or drive through. It's giving the wineries the ability to do it. It's giving the brew pubs the ability to deliver growlers that they've been desperate to deliver for a month as people are scared to go into a brew pub They've been able to sell to go, but but nobody wants to go into the brew pub to get it. Now they can deliver it. It's 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 everything that we could have ever imagined and more to give relief to an extremely set of distressed industries between bars and restaurants, brew pubs, breweries, wineries, and distilleries. They are getting absolutely crushed, and and this is just an amazing lifeline. What a what a, a great act by the governor literally hundreds of thousands of jobs get instantly remade tomorrow morning at 1201. Yeah. I, I'm beside myself. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, the service industry is all about, there's something, there's something unique about being in the industry and in that it becomes a family where you work. So it's For not, sure. you don't just work at a restaurant or a bar. You're part of a family when you're at these places because they're not like big office buildings type stuff. So there's really usually not very too many employees, you know, not too big of a, a staff and you kind of know everybody and it's a family, man. So people are, 
absolutely thrilled to be able to get back, you know, and be with their family, man. It's like reconnected families and, you know, people getting back off the couch. M mental health, right, is going to go through the roof. Just people being able to get back out and, and work and feel like they're doing something uh, with their day and, and getting back to getting Texas, you know, uh, standing on its own two feet again. And this is a huge step. Absolutely. Governor's done just an amazing job letting this happen. Uh, I, at a minimum, 150,000 workers come back to work immediately that's crazy. at a minimum at a yeah, minimum that's and that's crazy. and that's with my most conservative model from the data i got from my clients and that doesn't even include cocktail lounges it doesn't include wineries doesn't include distilleries doesn't include breweries and oh, that's wow. the most conservative model that i had in in the survey that i did of my clients it was at least three employees get rehired immediately a bartender who can mix drinks, pour those things and put them into sealable containers. Somebody who's in the kitchen working because now there's an increased demand. And then somebody who's running to the cars to deliver. Yeah. At absolutely. least three. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's typically anywhere between three and 10. Some yeah. places are like, I'll have 10 people back immediately. They're bigger restaurants. You might have, you know, your morning and, and nighttime bartender, right? Your lunch and dinner bartender. So it's just, yeah, absolutely. Or and you're absolutely right about it being family. It's, yeah, I'm way too old to be hanging around a restaurant when it finally closes. But the, the few times it's happened in, in recent memory, oh, yeah, everybody's hanging out. Everybody's, everybody's having a drink right at the end of the shift and we're going to go home or have a snack and they're, they're BSing about their shift and who did what. And without question, these, these people are, are more than just casual friends. It's, they're, part of a, they're part of an alliance together that that runs deep. It runs industry deep. If you're yeah. in it, you're in it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's something, um, it's just, you work very closely with people and I mean, physically as well, you know, you're, you're in it with people. You go through a lot of, you know, it's like a show every night, you know? So it's, you just go through a lot with people and you get very close to people and you do tend to hang out outside of work with your coworkers. So you just develop a bond. You just go through a lot and, it's, it's just bonds I've had with people that I've never had in any other type of job. You know, it's it just, just something that, you know, they're just forever friends. It's it just become something. And that's really what you want, too, because you move from place to place and you extend your sure. family. You know, oh, I met these people. I worked here. I did that, you know, and, and that's what it's all about, man. You just extend your family out and, and it's absolutely that way. And that's why you get good food when you go to a good place. Right. It, there's a reason. It, it all works together. We're all working as a family and it, it shows on the plate or the drink or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, man, it's, it's super exciting to, because I just know that people are dying uh, to get back to work, man, and to get back into the restaurants and support and do stuff. And this is such a big step for them. I mean, it's just like a slingshot right back. For sure. Yeah. And it's a feeling of hope too, of, okay, this is going to get better. We, we can, you know, we can do this. So. It's instant. It's instant. It, it is. It is remarkably how. It'll be remarkable how quickly you will have places reopening to go. Right. To be clear, it's only to go. Sure. But Absolutely. It will be remarkable how quickly you'll have so many places reopened because of this, and yeah. that is that is makes me very happy. It just yeah. Makes me happy. Absolutely. It, it's. It just. It kills so many birds with one stone. You know, they get to use their inventory that's been sitting there that they've been dying to use. And that 
in itself is a ripple effect to the other businesses that they then have to now start ordering from. For right? sure. Now, now I got to start ordering this stuff. And like you said, they got to bring on more employees to handle it. I mean, it's just, it's a win-win. All, there's just like no negative to this uh, like at all, you know. From, a, uh, from an up-the-chain standpoint, you're absolutely right. Now we have to order, we have to order more inventory. And so now guys get to go back in the trucks to yep. deliver it. Yep. which means that the guys that are working in the bottling plants at the distilleries and wineries get to start going back to work again. Yep. It's, it's tremendous. It's just, it's absolutely tremendous. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's um, I wonder, and, and this is just, this is part of something bigger too. So there's other businesses that are allowed to sort of open as well. Right. And do For sure. start getting stuff going. Do you, are salons and stuff like that or no? All it, so the way that this order was phrased is it is all non-essential businesses can reopen. The problem with salons is how do you get a haircut if to you're- To go, yeah. <laughs> and so it's really going to be, it's, you know, I got it, I did it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> totally, follow the you know, Kareem model and you'll be fine, right? Yeah. It, uh, it, it's it's going to really affect the places that have the ability to sell things to go for delivery and through the mail yeah through the mail and so if a salon has a has a product line that they can operate sure they can reopen and now you know move some product it'll be harder idea this yeah but but yeah this absolutely is not limited to things in the alcohol industry it just happens to be that i've been advocating for restaurants and cocktail lounges and on a tangent, everybody up the chain from them, distilleries, breweries, wineries, and, and they all, they're all are, are tremendously affected by, by this order. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, it's instant, right? It's, it's literally from, I mean, that's it. From the clock strikes, 1201. Let's go. Let's go, yeah. 1201, theoretically, a place could start selling while they were still open doing late night food. They could just go. Yeah. Till two. You're right. Yeah. And I think people, people are going to get excited about um, going and getting the cocktails they've been dreaming of getting right from these places because they use a special liquor that they couldn't use before because it didn't come in mini bottles. Even the places just doing margaritas are going to be able to streamline that even better. Now you don't have to even worry about the little mini bottles in your car or did I lose that? And you know what I mean? Like it's just boom all together. It's going to make it so much better. You know who's really affected? In addition to the restaurants and and the cocktail lounges, the other industry that's directly affected, without question, the most directly affected industries are the Texas distilleries, Texas wineries, Texas breweries. Your local distillery, right? The good good night loving vodkas, the Treaty Oaks, the you name it. Yeah. The Broad Street Rums, all of those companies that have literally been dead in the water now get to finally operate again. It, it's, they literally haven't been able to move product since this happened. When you're a customer of, when you're a patron of a distillery, statistically you live fairly near the distillery. If you're a, if you're a, a Texas whiskey lover or a Texas spirit lover, versus some other state, right? You typically would gravitate if you're a Colorado whiskey lover because it's Colorado whiskey. Texas people love their Texas whiskeys and Texas spirits. 
you're typically buying the ones that you've been to and that you visited and they're, they're generally between 50 and hundred miles away from where you live. So those bottles that you're buying right now, the only place that you're going to get them at is, is at a liquor store. And the only way that those businesses, those spirit, those distilleries can expand their customer base is to really press hard into the restaurant industry to make specials. Hey, try this Manhattan, but let's try it with Ben Milam whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try that one tonight. And then you try it and you're like, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Now the next time I go to the liquor store, I like Texas. Maybe I won't get the other one. Let me try that one. Yeah. And so for the Texas distiller, they've only been moving a fraction of their product because they move so much of it through these because their productions are that small. Cheetos sure. is a whole nother ball game. They're, yeah, they're, that's different. But they're, they're bigger. They're, yeah. they're just, they, they won. They're the winner. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else. Everybody totally. else. And it's just is huge for a Ben Milam whiskey who gets to now get that back on the menu at a restaurant. Yeah. So I can go in and order my burger and that to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Of the people that I visited with, we've had a lot of other states ahead of us do this. So it's not like we're going into a blind. Yeah, that's I, another I, good point. People who've asked about this and said, hey, wh what do I do? I've said, well, let's not be foolish about it. Seal it. Use a sealed container. Don't, don't leave it open. Seal it. Use extra sealant. Use something that you have to break. We could take a page right out of what Kansas just did yesterday, which I think is so smart. They're like, how can we come up with a way for a place to serve a mixed drink? They just passed it yesterday. How do we, how do we have a mixed drink that's served without people drinking it in the car? So what they did is they said it needs to be in a sealed container. And then that sealed container needs to be in a bag that is also sealed in such a way that if it is tampered with, it is readily obvious that it was tampered with. So like a paper bag that's stapled. Stapled, yeah, totally. Right, now if you get pulled over, you can't say, oh, I wasn't drinking that. You're like, yeah, really? <laughs> I, totally. You know, you know it. And, yeah. and so I've been telling clients who are like, hey, I, I wanna do this, I'm gonna do this because I can walk through the door right now. This, the door's open and God knows that we need it. I'm gonna do it. I'm like, well, take a page out of the Kansas's playbook, seal it, put tape on the lids. Put that in a bag. Staple it. Hey, if you're at restaurants, if you're listening, okay, if you're part of a, I have an idea for you because I know all the equipment you have. So the idea is to, you probably have teacups that you use for tea or sodas, and it's got the top, and it does have the lid for the straw, right? So take some of the blue tape that you have tons of that you use to label and do an X over it, right, that goes down the side, and then one around it to hold that right around the thing so now you've got three pieces of tape and you could easily have the tape dispenser that you've got a few of them in the yep. kitchen put it right there by where you make the drinks and pop 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 you can and you can label what the drink is on the blue on the blue uh tape right there it keeps it secure then you put that in the bag you've all got the staplers so you do that anyway for to go so absolutely that that to me is a hundred percent would be the easiest way to do it for any restaurant or bar because they all have those those particular things so, so i, I thought brilliant by Kansas to do that. We've seen a lot of states do some do things and try to make it work. That was so simple, so easy. It's perfect. 
it's stuff you have. It's, it doesn't make it any more complicated because I get it. Like I've worked bar and you can get a bunch of drinks at once. And it's now all of a sudden I got to make them to go and tape them up. Like, holy shit, it could be a lot for some places. So that would be the best way. Boom, boom. You could be taping them and they're let the food runner label them. If you want, you know, you just make them and, and put them out. And um, yeah, man, th this, th that's a, actually a good thing to talk about is logistically how to do, actually do it. For you know? sure. You know? Yeah. Cause you're right. People are going to be like, okay, we can do it. How do we do it? <laughs> you know? uh, so yeah, for sure. been working so hard not to blow up your head or anything but you've been working really hard on this and you know pushing a lot of people man and you know i'm sure everyone from the industry i know myself just thanks you for this because you know you do have skin in the game uh but at the same time man you've gone way above and beyond uh to try to really push this through and spearheaded and someone you know the movement needed a leader and you just took it by the horns and went for it man and you've i see you every day working so hard on this and just doing so much and it's you're not getting paid for it. You're probably not getting, I'm sure you're getting a few thanks here and there, but I know you do it from just the bottom of your heart, man, to, because you care. And that's just awesome, man. We need more people like you. And it's, it's, it's people like you and other people that I talk to on this podcast. It's y'all. It's, it's because of y'all that we get through this, you know, that's the honest truth. So it's, it's everybody's try, at least most people anyway, but I'd say everybody's trying to figure out their thing. This just happened to be my thing. It just, yeah. I just happened to be in a position where I got a thousand phone calls of people crying and I thought this, this is not right. Right. It's just, my lights are going to stay on, but a thousand people or a thousand clients, a thousand businesses, a thousand businesses means 600,000 people. I don't know. It's, it's a lot of people. Yeah. I can't, I can't deal with that. And yeah. so I, it just, this, I'm a lot of things, but, but you know, ethical is one of them. And, and so at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's just, we had to do it. We have to yeah. do it and it's here. And so now we need to take full advantage of it and thank the governor because without that order, without his order, it's, it's not, it wouldn't have happened. So it's, it's, everybody needs to tweet at the governor and tell him, thank you for this Instagram at the governor. Thank you for this. He's the only guy in Texas that could have done it. Literally. It's the only person that could have done it. So it's, it's remarkable that he did it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hundreds of thousands of jobs, literally instantly, hundreds of thousands. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that that is amazing. Absolutely. So, you know, I don't know. Is there anything else, Kareem? You want to tell people they need to do or in, any? No, class? support your restaurants. If yeah. you're a restaurateur, understand the door that has been opened to you, effective twelve oh one on April twenty fourth. Take full advantage of it. Be responsible. We're in a very crazy, we're in a crazy time where things shift by the day, by the hour. And, and so we need to be aware of that. And so we need to act even more prudently than we were before while taking full advantage of what's been offered to the bar and restaurant, distilleries, breweries, wineries by the governor. Take full advantage of it because it is this 10-day this period, this you know seven-day period before we get to, to May that, that will show the task forces that this is for real that it was needed and so as a result everybody needs to get out be responsible and support those industries yeah and those awesome. industries need to be aware that this is a thing yeah and, and that it's possible yeah and and go from there yeah yeah that's awesome man um 
Well, great, Kareem. I really appreciate you coming on, man, to, you know, give us an update on this and, and celebrate. And let's, it's an opportunity, right? This isn't a, like you said, let's go. It's an opportunity. So let's do this, man. I'm really glad you came on and I'm glad we got to update on this. And again, Thanks, thank man. you. Thank you for all your hard work on this, dude. I mean, that's you're truth. welcome. Maybe we'll, we'll see how this rolls out and, and do a little mini one in a few weeks or something and see yeah. what happens. Absolutely. We're going to have to, we're going to have to update and, you know, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm so pumped. I, I hope we do this again middle of May and, and restaurants are back on their feet and we don't have 80% of of sales loss from year yeah. over year. We're at half, right? What, what an accomplishment that would be. Oh, that would so, be so great. Next time we're, do, we're talking about the good sales that came out of this, right? Like I'm, I'm with you. I would love to have uh, that kind of podcast. That would be uplifting. So thank you for having me on tonight. Absolutely, Kareem. All right, brother. Well, enjoy the rest of your evening in your Manhattan. I'll do it. And stay safe, brother. We'll talk soon. Thank you, sir. All right, Good brother. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye.